How do you reach seven figures with a tiny audience? That's exactly what our guest from last episode, Shamika Tankerson, was able to achieve. With only 1,400 followers on Instagram and 660 members in her Facebook group, Shamika reached seven figures, and I am diving into her strategy today. I'll be here to teach it to you in this companion episode. Hi, my name is Ina Koveni. I'm your host, and every Monday I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story, and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. And today, our focus will be on three strategies to grow your business without necessarily growing your audience first. Based on our conversation with seven-figure entrepreneur and sales queen, Shamika Tankerson. By the way, you can go back and listen to that episode when you're done with this one. Also, stay through to the end to introduce you to a wonderful member of our community, Lena Gilster, who will give you her best business tip in today's tip of the week. You never know where your next stroke of inspiration or your next coach will come from. Stick around and say yes to this new introduction. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while well, you're trying to figure out what you're going to do to grow your audience this week, press pause on that idea, listen to this episode, and then head over to the review section to leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to The Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose, to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. Okay, so before I get into the meat of how Shamika was able to build a seven-figure business with a small audience, I feel like I need to explain first what a seven-figure business looks like. How do you get there? Where does the money come from? Especially when you don't have hundreds of thousands of people following you. So let's start there. You could get there in one of three ways. One is through high ticket offers to a few people. I have been in this online world long enough to tell you there are people out there charging $1 million for their services per year for one client. That exists. That is out there. I was once in a mastermind with someone who charges $50,000 for six months of her program. And that was the first time ever that I was just dumbfounded. I'm like, people pay that? That exists? Here's the thing. It's not that everybody pays that. It's that there's a particular segment of the population that would, that are seeking specific results with a specific guidance, and they would totally fork up $50,000 to work with someone to get that kind of result. That happens. That is out there. It's really hard for us who are charging so little down here to imagine that that even exists. But the first step is to realize that is out there and you could be one of those people charging that much. By the way, I'm going to be using the number 50000 to represent a really high ticket offer. But please know 
that this is by no means in association with Shamika's specific pricing. I do not know her pricing for her one-on-one -on -one programs. If you're interested in finding out more, please visit Shamika's website and contact her directly. I'm going to continue saying 50,000, but please know that that is not in any way associated with Shamika's actual pricing. So I feel like I could go down an entire spiral of mindset when it comes to pricing. And I feel like that should be a topic for a completely different podcast episode. I just want to tell you how this is done. If you're going to have a high ticket offer, it's got to be a high ticket offer with high results. And you don't even need that many clients to get to seven figures per year. So that is one way. High ticket offers to a few people. The second way would be to have a medium ticket offer. And I'm talking $5,000, $10,000. That would be like a medium ticket offer that you would sell to more people. Or you can get there through a low ticket offer. And I'm talking $1,000. I'm talking anything below $2,000 would be a low ticket offer. You can sell that to thousands of people. And that's how you get to the seven figures. So every single one of these requires a team and they all require help. They all require a lot of time and a lot of effort. There isn't just one business model that is going to be easy and make you feel like you're in a paid vacation forever, right? Owning a business does take work. The big question is, what kind of business do you want to be at the helm of? You got to decide that first, because I can come here and tell you, this is the way that you get to seven figures in a business all day long. But if that's not the kind of business you want to run, if you don't want just three clients that pay you $100,000 each, right? If you want to be adored by the masses, right? If having a large audience and getting your message to reach thousands of people is what would get you out of bed in the morning, then that means that your offer is not going to be a super high ticket offer. You're just going to have something you can sell to a lot more people so that there is a congruence in idea here. There's a congruence in your strategy and the number of people that you're attracting and the type of offer that you're going to be giving to this massive amount of people right? Now, that doesn't mean that you wouldn't be able to do a hybrid, right? What if you want the masses, you want to offer them something that is bite-sized, that they can sink their teeth into right now, that really doesn't cost a lot, but you can get a lot more clients that way. You could also reserve some of your time to have a high-ticket offer, all right? So you could do this, you know, you could do a hybrid, you could do one of these. The point is, if you're going to get to seven figures, it requires a super strong mindset and knowing that you can that you could be that person charging $50,000 for six months with you, period, right? And number two, you got to realize that you are not going to do this alone, that you're not going to all of a sudden overnight have a launch that went so well that now you're a millionaire. That happens so rarely in so few circumstances that it really serves you best to build up to this kind of business. To build up to this kind of attention and all of this strategy that goes into it, it's best to build up to it so that your mindset can catch up, so your strategy can catch up, and so you can build a team that is going to support you every step of the way. So I wanted to say that 
first, that the way you get to seven figures is through high ticket offers to a few people, medium ticket offers to more people, or a low ticket offer to thousands of people. And it depends on what kind of business you would like to have. All right. In this episode, I'm going to focus specifically on Shamika. Shamika built a business, a seven-figure business with a small audience. And I'm going to tell you what was key for her to be able to do this. So if this is a kind of business you would like to have, or you just want to perk up your ears and see, okay, what else is out there? This is the episode for you. So keep listening here. I'm about to get into three things that Shamika is doing very right in her business that is helping her get to that seven-figure mark. And I want you to listen for this one key thing. In order for Shamika to charge a high price, a high ticket for her services, she has to build up her credibility. She has to build up her exposure and elevate her level of expertise. Because when you think about people who pay $200 for a program versus people who pay $50,000 for a program, you're not looking at the same person who is either going cheap or deciding to go all in. It's not the same person. It's two completely different individuals with different motivations, with different questions. If I'm out there selling a $200 program, I'm going to get a lot of questions about, well, what is it that I'm going to get out of this? Is this really going to be worth my investment, right? Those are the kind of questions you're going to get when you have a low ticket item because people feel like you're walking away with their money, right? With their hard earned dollar, you're walking away with it, right? And you have to explain yourself. You have to explain how this is a worthwhile investment. If you've never invested before, you just have to trust me, right? At the $50,000 level, the questions are very different. The questions are not so much, am I going to get my money back? The questions are going to be, show me examples, right? Show me success stories. Show me the end result. Show me that you have been able to achieve this transformation for somebody else, all right? Or even for yourself. That's all it takes. That's all they want to know. They want to know that they are in good hands because you've done this before. That is it. They're not going to be hanging on to the money so much that at the first sign of failure, they're going to ask for a refund. That's not a $50,000 client. A $50,000 client, if something doesn't work out, they're just going to keep going. They're going to keep going. They're not going to request a refund. They're going to take accountability and they're going to take responsibility for everything that is happening in the engagement. And they're going to continue on as a lesson learned. That is a huge difference between a low ticket client and a high ticket client. So for somebody to charge a high ticket price, you can't think that you're going to get the same questions as a low ticket price. You got to remember that the people you're dealing with They want to see results. So for you to build up your price to that level, you got to start accumulating a set of results. You got to start accumulating not only testimonials, but case studies. You got to be able to prove this is what I was able to do for so-and-so, and and I can definitely do it for you for this reason. So that's how you build up to that level. So that's what Shamika has essentially done. She's gotten herself to the point that, listen, I don't need to convince you to work with me. I have provided results for every kind of person out there. I have led them 
to get more sales than they ever thought possible. And you either believe that or you don't, but I don't have to convince you of it. So what I want to walk you through are three ways that Shamika is doing this really effectively. Let's start with number one. For a while, for years, Shamika has been hosting her own events and workshops. Why is this important? I'm going to tell you right now, right? Me right here with a tiny audience, in all of 2020, I would say that 50% of people who signed up to work with me saw me teach a class. They saw me in front of a classroom, commanding an audience, answering questions, and just sounding really smart, sounding like I knew what I was talking about. Because there is something that happens when people see you up on stage. You suddenly are in this dynamic where you are the teacher and they are the student and they want everything that is in your brain right now. I had people, I had my very first sales call where I didn't have to beg for money, right? Where I set my highest price than I had ever set before. And the price was $5,000 to work with me for three months. And when I said it, I said 5,000 and I started like stumbling a little bit. My client was like, yeah, that's what I figured. Sure, let's do it, right? And later on, she called me on it. Oh, it was like, oh, swallow me earth, right? She called me on it. She's like, was that the first time you offered that price? Because you seemed a little bit shaky on it. She was very happy to pay it. Like I said, people who pay for a high ticket offer, they're not out there looking for a refund. They're out there because they want to work with you already now and they want your brain. And that client walked away with a beautiful result with an amazing online presence that I built for her. And she was extremely happy with the results and she paid exactly what she thought this was going to cost. All of the insecurities were coming from me not from her because she was the right client for that price point. So what I'm trying to tell you is that she probably would have never thought that it was that easy, right? Or been willing to pay that price if she hadn't seen me command an audience and speak from the level of expertise that I was talking at at that particular workshop that I was teaching. She probably would have never even contacted me. She wouldn't have thought, twice about it, she would have just gone on with her life. So if you are planning on having high ticket offers, your first step is going to be to get yourself up on a stage and get your ideal client to see you up on it. I hope that makes sense. Let's move on to point number two. She hosts her own podcast. Shamika has a podcast where she teaches about sales. So this is another avenue that she has been able to use as a credibility marker. Not only is she up on stages and teaching locally and teaching virtually, but she's also joined the podcasters community. She can go to podcasting events and just represent herself as the badass of sales, right? The authority sales figure. And if anybody wants to learn from her, go check out her podcast. So that's just another way that people are going to be looking for expertise. Remember that $50,000 client, what are they looking for? I want to know that I'm working with the best and my coach better have that kind of exposure. They better have a podcast. They better have, I don't know, maybe a large audience. I need to see that this person is a true expert. And that's how Shamika is doing it. The third thing she's doing is she has become a Forbes Council member. This is a very exclusive group of coaches who are in affiliation with Forbes magazine, and they provide 
tons of content and value and workshops internally to the Forbes network. She has become a Forbes contributor. If you Google her name, Shamika Tankerson, you don't have to scroll past the first page to see her Forbes exposure. And when your name is associated with a name like Forbes, Google is going to really like that. Google is going to continue to rank you high because you have gained that credibility per the algorithm. So being a Forbes council member is something that gives you plenty of cachet. She's able to charge whatever price she wants because if you are going to pay anybody $50,000, why not somebody who is affiliated with one of the most successful entrepreneurial organizations in the world? So that is something that Shamika is doing very, very right. And it's all part of a strategy that is serving her really well. Now, I'm going to give you a bonus tip. I just gave you the three. Now I'm going to give you a bonus one. She wrote a book, guys. She wrote the book on sales, on selling, on being the authority of selling. So like I said, remember, for her to be able to charge high prices, She has to be seen as the absolute authority in this field. And what do authority figures do? They write the books, they make the podcasts, they host events and workshops, and they're out there online every single day talking about how much money they are making, what results they're driving for their clients, everything, all of that has to do with her building her credibility so that she can charge the high prices that she is very, very well deserving of charging. So if you want a seven-figure business like Shamika's, it's time to start thinking that way, that your focus should not be necessarily on growing a huge audience, but instead on elevating your authority so that when you meet your ideal clients, you can demand the prices that your business will flourish with and will get you to seven figures the fastest. Now, we can dive into other ways of growing a seven-figure business in a completely different episode, but if this is the way you want to grow, then I really encourage you to follow Shamika. The link is in the show notes. She's got the goods for it. And if you want to start to get clients now at any level, I always recommend that you start with one-on-one clients. That's exactly what I built my flagship offer on, my Get Clients First membership. We cut all the fluff and decided to just give you the exact steps to get clients. And for more information on my offer, on my program, where you learn to get clients right now, you can go visit getclientsmembership.com. So how did that feel? Are you ready to put yourself out there and stop worrying so much about the size of your audience? Good, then I've done my job. Subscribe for the next hugely successful guest coming up on Monday. Adam Urbanski teaches entrepreneurs how to go from six figures to seven figures. And you're not going to believe his story of coming from Poland when he was a teenager. Someone should call Steven Spielberg right now just to listen to the next episode. While I get on that, go ahead and subscribe now to listen to this really inspiring story coming up on Monday. And finally, here is our tip of the week. Today's tip of the week is brought to you by Lena Lester. She's a business organization and strategy coach, and her tip is going to help you get more done even through the chaos of a solopreneur coaching business. Here it is. 
Do you feel like you're hustling day in and day out on your business, but you're not making any tangible progress? You work super hard on posting on all your socials, writing blog posts, networking, taking courses, trying to get a product out, and on and on and on. But for some reason, you're really just not signing that many clients, and you're not making a profit. My name is Lena Gilster, founder of Girl with a Group, and I'm here to teach entrepreneurs how to establish structure and organization in their businesses in an easy, practical, and effective way. I just want to say there's a lot of ways you can run a business. There's a lot of strategies you can put in place, there's a lot of ways to get to your goal, and there's a lot of goals that you can have. But successful businesses all have something in common. They have a plan. If you don't have one yet, that's okay. I'm going to quickly explain an easy plan that you can make today to help you stay on track and make real progress. And I'm talking about workflows. Specifically, I highly recommend that you create a weekly workflow. Ask yourself, what are the main things that you're going to spend your time on? What days are you going to do those things? Figuring out these answers, even to just these two questions, will keep you on track and spending time on the right things. Say goodbye to spinning your wheels and not seeing any progress. So what's the example of a weekly workflow? I'm going to share mine with you so you can get an idea of what a workflow looks like and what it might look like for you. So on Monday, that's when I batch my social media content. Social media is the focus on Mondays. Tuesday, I'm focused on blog post creation and my website. Wednesday, I'm developing and creating products that I'm going to sell either to clients or to audience members on my Instagram, etc. product creation, all on Wednesday. Thursday, I'm batching email content, and Friday, I'm planning for the following week. When you have a workflow like this with your main business activities, you're going to stay on track. You're not going to miss getting things out, and you're not going to lose focus. If you're interested in learning more about creating your workflows, head over to my Instagram, at girlwithagroove and hit the link in my bio. I have a free ebook waiting for you that will walk you through step-by-step how to create your workflows and start maximizing your time. While you're there, don't forget to follow me to learn more about how you can start finding the groove for your business. But for now, please enjoy the rest of this episode of The Global Phenomenon. Lena Gilster is a business organization and strategy coach who teaches entrepreneurs how to implement organization and structure in their business to maximize growth, quality, and enjoyment. You can follow Lena on Instagram at Girl with a Groove. The link is in the show notes. And if you would like to be featured on the next episode, you can submit your own tip of the week for other online coaches like you. Just go to theglobalphenomenon.com slash tip. Thank you for being here and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.